0: Take out the vital organs,
1: and you burn all that stuff, and that takes care of the problem.
2: You are now listening to From the Pit.
1: It's
2: killing
3: a lot of people. And welcome to From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from 5678's deathcore tributes to video game reviewers' outrage core. Gamers rise up. <laughs> <laughs> GamerGate 2 forever. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that shit? Wasn't
1: that shit like six years ago? Yeah. Yes. Which Something is like what
3: that. makes yeah. That's a whole. We'll we'll discuss that at a later point. Uh, <laughs> all kinds how, of hilarity.
1: How, how are people even still talking about that? They're Jesus. not,
3: and that's what makes the recent occurrence <clears> funny. <throat> mm-hmm. um, my you. name's Phil. With me is Mike. Yo. And Sam.
1: As always. Jesus. Frank died. He's not going to make it. Mm. Uh, this,
3: this is the second time we've announced Frank's death on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, won't,
2: he won't stay dead.
3: Press F <laughs> to pay respects. <laughs> That's right. Big F to Frank. Mm-hmm. Big F. Anyway, mm. we're here to tell you about all the shit that you need to be listening to. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, if this is your first time tuning in. Uh, we scrape the bottom of Bandcamp and YouTube and all of the internet. To find all of the bands that really deserve more attention. Uh, and we play clips for you, so.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, we read all those shitty do you, blogs for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you. Do you remember a year ago when we didn't have sound clips and we could only just, like, describe what these bands sounded like? I,
3: I remember it entirely too well because we did it on YouTube uh, as well as this forever. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know why we were even doing a show. <laughs> And I feel really bad for all of the bands we covered during that period. Uh, and I need to go back and cover some more of them because God was that dumb. Uh, but we're here now, and we're actually doing something that I think is semi-decent. So- See,
1: there's, um, there, there's a level of self-awareness and self-critique that I, in a weird way, find respectful when you talk about the old YouTube show, because <clears throat> in case anyone wasn't aware I was not around for the YouTube days, which is just as well, because I really do not have the face for it. But the fact that you realize your mistakes on that show, or like you realize what could be better and have rectified it, shows that like to some degree there is some professionalism on this show, despite the fact that we just act like a bunch of drunk assholes all the time. <laughs> We've grown. We've grown. Uh... I like to think so. We've got interviews and shit now. Uh, Speaking
3: of which, stick around at the end of the episode. We have a killer interview with Dagra from Texas. Uh,
1: Especially pay attention during the. Because I I just. Out of nowhere, I asked one of the dudes from Dagra about their band name, and it led to like a 25 minute discussion on like the 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 etymological and philosophical background of their name yeah and it is it is fascinating yeah it it is absolutely fascinating
3: really really interesting dudes with a a lot to say uh so stick around for that interview and afterwards make sure you go check out their uh their full-length sets in a
1: i i really hope that i really hope that joe was right and that he can get like the entire band on for another interview at some point because I'd love to talk to all four of them at the same time.
3: Oh, come there, come there next <clears throat> release or or a big tour announcement. We'll we'll definitely have them back on. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so why don't we get to the meat of what we do here mm, and uh, oh. <laughs> and introduce you boys to and and ladies uh, to some new metal.
1: We do not discriminate here from the pit, nor do we endorse it. That being said, I believe I'm up first this week, and I have just a casual single. Tom, play it.
2: about as sammy as it gets i mean (laughs) and what makes me say that especially is when that 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 one little lick where everything faded out and the guitar was sounding real delicious and then that wall came back in i mean
1: very nice (laughs) yeah i i mean like just just a while ago phil was talking about how you can like you can pretty much tell right away by sound what my picks are and generally that's true and i'm honestly not ashamed of it nor do i plan on stopping but yeah i mean come on dude it's 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 bolt thrower riffs and sensibilities with incantation vocals so what's not to like
3: i'm, I'm <laughs> mad at zero percent of that
1: <laughs> good good and every everyone listening i mean if you could stomach the rest of this it's well worth your time <clears throat> so that was uh believe it or not, this came out in February and it completely slipped by me until like a week ago. And I mean, it was, it was, it was on, it was on the Trello, I think five minutes after I started listening to it. I was like, yeah, yeah, this, this, this has to come on. <clears throat> so yeah, that was, um, <laughs> so it's not, making, was, it's uh,
2: not making this year's top 10 choices any easier is what you're saying?
1: No, no. In fact, my, like i i I think i mentioned a while ago i started putting together a comprehensive list of stuff this year that i liked i think i'm at 55 60 items and i have to narrow that down to 10
3: yep Mm
2: -hmm. plus
1: plus runners up i think last year i had like 15 runners up you could do 40 runners up just speed through it (laughs) (laughs) we'll see um You have to remember, it's it's all stuff I liked. It's not necessarily stuff that I loved. It's just, it's stuff that I want to be able to remember. So maybe I can go back and maybe I'll hear something differently. Maybe I'll hear maybe i'll get a different context and a different perspective on something and i'll like it more maybe i'll like it less we that's the that's the reason i've started doing that i do remember
2: we had a couple um requests last year for uh just written lists of uh all of our top 10s posted lists yeah so yeah we, we definitely, need to make sure we actually do that this he, time around. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know what? honestly
1: honestly if that's the case i might just release my entire like what will likely end up being like a 60, 70-plus item list. I mean, Facebook uh, is always
2: bitching at me to put up more shit. So, yeah, I mean, that couldn't hurt to just post, post we, stuff like that. <laughs> we, we
1: we really need to start, like, throwing more stuff on the Facebook. I made a story uh, today. I, it It was to the point. Yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> I I should probably start putting more shit up there myself, because I I use Facebook more than any other social media platform. I am getting a lot out of Instagram, though. I'm having a lot of fun on Instagram, actually. Um, So yeah, that was uh, Genocide Pact out of Washington, D.C., and that was was probably my favorite track off of this album uh, called Decimation Grid, and it's off the album Order of Torment, and it came out in February of 2018, this year. And I honestly could not fucking believe that it got by me. Like, I had no idea that this band existed until like a week ago. It was like genocide pack. What was what this? like this? Like, ooh, that that sounds that sounds promising. And then, bam, hit me like a brick.
2: I like it. I might check it
1: out. <laughs> yeah, this is this is just some fucking ignorant ass nasty un like un unapologetic death metal. There's no. There's no, there's no, there's no modern twist to it. There's no like little, there's no, there's no prog flair. It's just straight up fucking brutal hammering death metal. Yeah. It's just, it's nasty. It's just fucking nasty, vile, unapologetic shit. And that's what I like. So that's my casual single of the week. And that's for you, Frank. Miss you, buddy. Miss you every day.
2: Uh, all right, Tom, cue the uh, every every breath I take. Um, every
4: breath you need.
2: Yeah, so let me take a quick minute to uh, shout out another podcast. Uh, they asked We Listen. I did. Um, it was actually a podcast of dudes from Trappist. So throw a little shout out, Hour of the Barbarian.
3: Oh, shit. I've been meaning to check that out.
2: Dude. I actually went back and listened to shit. some of their
1: episodes, and I'd forgotten how fucking great that show is. It, yeah good stuff <laughs>
2: I mean yeah I mean
1: just like the 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 resume of the guys who run that show alone like have like having a bunch of those dudes been in like infest and despise you and crom and mm-hmm. bands like that yeah I mean that's that's again that's like quite the that's quite the resume there yeah,
3: I mean, yeah the show's
1: fucking great
3: and then the pl- I mean then to play in a band like is yeah. is yeah
1: right up our alley
2: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, so, Tom, play Warthog. <laughs>
3: Someone has finally filled the hole that Bones Brigade left.
2: Yeah, what Bones Brigade is like it's more or less like noise, it's hardcore.
3: Yeah, I mean it's it's the it's it's fucking it's 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 skate thrash, man. Yeah, all right, uh, all right. Yeah, you know, I mean, I didn't. I'm gonna have to hear the rest of it to see if there's there's any. The one thing that Bones Brigade did have was in insane fucking uh, guitar solos. Uh, yeah, there's so. at least one. Oh, awesome! Yes. Uh, Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking.
2: I was thinking you'd like this one.
3: Yeah. Oh my god. So
2: again, I mean, like, I, li- I liked this
3: one.
1: Oh, it right. was fun. I mean, let's. I play. I want to I, I want go buy a fucking thirty pack of High Life and just like sit on my fucking front porch and just like <laughs> knock, knock them all back and not care what the neighbors think. It's that god dang forty music. <laughs> yeah. I could I could I could drink I could drink shitty malt liquor and blast this into oh, my house. Oh
3: fuck yes. I uh, wish I had four I I'd so be down for brass monkeys right now. <laughs> damn it. So
1: Dude, I dude, I, I might actually just go buy a fucking Mickeys after this show is over. <laughs> that uh, We don't we don't ha- we don't have Brass Monkey where I live, but we do have a shitload of Mickeys. Oh,
3: Brass Monkey's just fucking uh forty with orange juice. Oh. Yeah. Never heard of that. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> forty with orange <laughs> juice. Just juice tastes like adult. carbonated what's, what's, orange what, juice.
1: Yeah. What's 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 the ratio of malt liquor to orange juice?
3: You drink the 40 down to the top of the label, then you refill okay. it with OJ, cap it, twist it a little bit, and you're good to go. Oh.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Interesting. And even mm-hmm. if you hate it, you lost what? Fucking $2.
1: <laughs> <laughs> God, I think the local the local stop and stab sells Mickey's 40s for like a buck 90 or something.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I haven't tried it with Mickey's. It's usually because Mickey's is a little crisper. I usually go with like uh, either Colt 45 or E for brass monkeys.
1: I would imagine that like if you used Mickey's, it wouldn't. I mean, it it might remind you of like a mimosa because, I mean. That's exactly it's... what the fight. Yeah, it's a ghetto mimosa. Ghetto <laughs> mimosa. A ghetto mimosa. Get a, a ghetto
2: mimosa. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. And that was That's Warthog. That's incredible. <laughs> Off their self title warthog
3: <laughs> yo i mean uh, these motherfuckers just made us talk about drinking shitty liquor so you know this is good oh absolutely it's,
2: it's it's a really outstanding five track um <laughs> i'm sorry i can't get over ghetto
1: <laughs> 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 we should just call the show there because it's not gonna get any better than that. uh
2: four track uh, i said four track and uh, you can find that at staticshockrecords.bandcamp.com. I don't know if that has anything to do with that TV show that I would eat cereal to. Um, but that <laughs> track was...
3: I what you're talking
1: about. Static what? Shock? Dude, what? Yeah. That, the, the, the cartoon? Yeah. Oh. Dude, I haven't seen it sh- since like
2: 2001. That was just an offhanded comment. And oh, yeah. I mean, man, got ah, that one, on that it. one <laughs> missed me completely. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: All I could think of was when you said four track, I was like, I was going to make a joke like, oh, is that like a compact version of an eight track? But then I was like, wait, nobody here is going to know what an eight track is besides maybe Phil. I do. Damn. Yeah. No. Oh, wait, I don't girl. think the knowledge Shit. is that uncommon.
2: Shit. I'm just gonna... <laughs> so they're from New York and geez,
1: <laughs> I was released oct- <laughs> October <laughs> 2018. Tom, your burps are sounding healthy over there. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Hell yeah! All right. So this next one is uh, these guys have been showing us love on Instagram for a long fucking time, and it's been long enough to the point where it's like, I should check this out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they haven't said anything to me. I put up Instagram posts, or like approach us, because I don't. You know, everybody that likes it in one way or another is attached to like a one or a million bands, or yeah, the, the off. So anyway, <laughs> uh, it, 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 I saw you guys. It took a while, (laughs) but I did. And this is Karyosis off of Saturnine Depths. We're going to listen to a bit of Unconscious Projection 2. Never mind. Unconscious Projection. (laughs) another super solid example of how you can do deathcore.
3: yeah i mean there, there there was a lot to you know yeah um i mean right off the bat i was i was pulled in by the fucking percussion. Mm-hmm. uh just that fucking those nice clear fucking machine gun drums always fucking catches me
1: <laughs> i i actually was wondering for just a second if it was a drum but then I was like, "No, they actually have a drummer." I, I he's just, he just plays that cleanly.
3: Yeah, I know. no, I thought the same thing at first. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, no, it is obnoxiously clean. Uh, <laughs> the 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 fucking the the riffs. I mean, they were there was there was nice technicality without losing uh, the fact that you 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 know you have a song composition.
2: Right, or the or the like, the crushing rhythm aspect.
3: <clears throat> yeah, I, shit, man, I'm I'm in. I dig it.
2: Yeah, no, it, it just makes me uh, feel silly for not having you know. <laughs> it's a lot of work to do the show, but uh, excuses aside, I should have really got on this sooner. Um, <laughs> oh, dude, we we
1: go through like what uh, a couple hundred bands a year.
2: Well, it's looking for messaging back, you know, setting up interviews, running the social medias like, yeah, we could probably do better, but it, it, you know,
1: it's still a bit of stuff. We are, we are in total, like there, there are quite literally just five people who do this show. Like that's pretty much it. Right. And I mean, we are only, we are only men. We are, we are, we are, we are mortal men. We are imperfect. We are flawed. We, Sometimes it takes a while, like I don't
2: know. No, but we got there, and like you know, like I said, I was uh, pleasantly surprised. You know,
1: I really just want that fucking cover on a T-shirt. Yeah, that shit is
3: pretty wild.
1: It's like a, I was looking at like aquatic death metal. Does that exist? Is that a thing? I guess it is. I, I think so. I mean, <laughs> I hope so. We're getting like
2: uh, black space, black metal, space, black space metal.
3: Uh, It's just, just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at that cover, and I'm just thinking, fuck the ocean.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right, so you can find those guys at kariosis.bandcamp.com. That's C-A-R-I-O-S-U-S. That was released April 2017, and they are from Chicago. Nice. Last one. Last one is Chamber, off of a two-track, Final Shape, and in search of truth we're going to listen to a bit of in search of truth
3: with Vane, when oh
2: god seriously i mean you should hear their whole discography it's all just absolutely fucking dick annihilating like (laughs) go buy it all i think it's all even like name your own price or some shit like don't jip the motherfuckers like this is dollar attract shit like yeah go get it all fuck man so that was again chamber you can find them at chambertn.bandcamp.com. They are from Tennessee.
3: Someone needs to get their asses on. This is hardcore this year.
2: Oh fucking! I mean, and this is also a newer release, November second. So nice. Wow. Yeah. So like just
1: over a week ago.
2: Yeah, they're they're active and goddamn bringing heat.
1: So yeah, no, no shit. shit. Oh, by the way, uh, I just realized I completely forgot to do this. You <clears throat> uh, might. <my clears throat> God damn it. Uh, God, my fucking sinuses have been killing me. I hear you. Uh, my. Br- my bring in for the week can be found at uh let's see, genocidepact.bandcamp.com. Go pick that shit up. Uh there's T shirts, there's CDs, there's vinyls, and I think the digital is only ten bucks. So just right making We're, sure every, just, just making sure everyone knows. Hell yeah.
3: Alrighty. Uh that brings it to me. Now I know This what-
1: looks this looks promising.
3: Now I know. Last week I had mentioned that I was going to talk about the uh, the newer project from former members of uh, Grizzly Amputation. Mm-hmm. Uh, when uh, Mike, I know you spoke to them. They asked us specifically to hold off uh, on both of those until the new EPs came out. Right. So we're waiting on that. We'll we'll uh, we'll give them the exposure right there when everything comes out, so uh, people don't lose track of them. Uh, so instead I did a bit of digging and I was clearly in a mood this week. Uh, Tom, why don't you go ahead and roll this?
2: a circle pit in a basement it it was like the oddest things about that that were sticking out to me like in the very beginning it does that roll on what sounds like a really small tom drum and it's like it it all kind of just compiled to be a lot of fun
1: and would drink beer too
2: yes
3: (laughs) I think I
1: think my favorite part was really just when he did the, Ugh!
3: I, I was <laughs> thinking about you when I made sure that the song went to that, because it was just the other week you were talking about. You, uh,
1: you know it's my favorite thing.
3: Yeah, I, I made sure we captured that. Uh, that was the track Night of the Long Knives off of the album The Razor's Edge by DeGlaver.
1: Why do I feel like that title is a reference to something? Uh, like I feel I feel like I feel like sure Knight like of the I feel like Knight of the Long Knives is a reference to something but I can't It is I think. But I'm, beyond I'm that sure, yeah. i pretty
2: sure, I double checked that because I really wanted that to be D-Glover, cuz I'm like that's the fucking most brutal
1: name ever. You know, once uh, someone I, gets D-Glover. Oh yeah, that's that yeah, that's when but, they uh, uh, remove the skin from they remove the skin from your hand, right?
2: D-Glover's fine. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> but, but I <laughs> it's, hope It's 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 seven. one letter off. It's yeah. one letter off. It's yeah. Yeah. fine. So anybody
1: familiar with Operation
2: Hummingbird? Tom, uh, Operation Hummingbird, you say? No, nah. <laughs> Night of the Long Knives is another name for that. Night of the Long Knives is also Operation Hummingbird.
3: Okay. Straight uh, from
1: the Google. I, I don't know what Operation Hummingbird is, though. Yeah, I doubt don't know. we, I d- have d- the time to get into. Yeah, I'm,
2: nah,
1: I'm not. Yeah. It's, it's part of the Holocaust. Oh, uh, oh, Holocaust. Stuff. Nice. Uh, Jesus. Jesus uh, fucking Christ. Yeah. <laughs>
3: well. Uh, these guys are out of, uh, Santiago, Chile.
2: Oh, okay.
3: Nice. So it's always nice to hear, uh, it's always nice to hear the heavy shit coming out of places that you don't necessarily expect. Hell yeah. Um, shit, man. Uh, yeah, let's roll on to the next one then. Uh, fuck it, Tom, just go with it.
2: became the perfect background music to my thoughts
3: <laughs> that was the track uh <clears throat> death to false metal off of the album from the dark ages by the band bastard with an umlaut over the second a
1: of course of course it has the fucking umlaut yeah, it's gotta have
3: the umlaut. yeah when you sound like that it, 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 i feel like you don't even write it it just shows up on your shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like if there's, if there's a metal equivalent to audio to autocorrect, then that's, that's one of the things. <laughs> <that>.
3: <laughs> yes. Fucking A. Uh, these dudes are based out of Russia and the whole album is exactly that. It's that real fucking heavy on the rock and roll. Uh... It's, I
2: mean, it's perfect to drive to then.
3: Oh yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Or, you know, be in an IT office at, uh, <laughs> at 8, uh, nine, 9, in the morning. Um, anyway, I I highly recommend checking out the rest of that over at grotesquesounds.bandcamp.com. Awesome. Nice. Uh, it's Yeah, the whole album's a lot of fucking fun, man. I, I had to go with that fucking track because look at the fucking title. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the rest well. of it's...
2: So just all, like, licks and drive? Yeah. I could, yep. I could dig that.
3: Exactly what I wanted.
1: <sighs> oh, man. So, you know what that brings us to, right?
3: That brings us to a segment.
1: Oh, it does. I hear it's a Ooh. good segment. It's, it's the only segment. And right now, right now, it's the only segment I care about. Because, once again, like, after maybe three or four other attempts... I have finally come back with another brutal bruise. And you know what? Oh, boy. Do I have a fucking brutal bruise for you guys today? Oh, boy. Tom, play it. buddy yeah so um <clears throat> i've been trying to find a way to squeeze this band into this show pretty much since i started doing it <clears throat> and it's it's proven different uh, and i and i knew i wanted to bring him in for a bruise episode i just it was hard for me to it was hard for me to find something to pair with it. it it took that long for me to think of something to pair with this that actually felt right and i think i finally found it but before we get on to that that was the track, uh, uh, God, I'm just gonna say that the, the full track name is just fucking nuts. That was the song, "The Putrefying Road" in the 19th Extremity, somewhere inside the bowels of endlessness.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh no, there's there <clears throat> there's another there's a couple more song there's a couple more track titles on here that are almost twice that long.
3: Oh, I'm, it's, I'm aware.
1: <laughs> it's so yeah. Um, Mike, uh, what? <clears throat> I'm I'm gonna work you up to this. Because uh, like this this is the kind of death metal that I want you people to appreciate at some point. And I brought this in purely because that song is probably one of my favorite metal tracks of all time. And especially the last 45 seconds or so when it just gets absolutely fucking bonkers. When it goes completely and totally fucking off the rails. Probably one of my favorite musical moments. Period. Well, I'll tell you, dude, I'm
2: pretty close. Because the thing is, when you bring stuff like this in, and the reason I said what I did earlier is like, yeah, I might check this out. I really, <laughs> I really might. That's, I mean, that's the God's honest truth. Like, Uh-oh. I'm real. Like, you know, uh, last year i I bought uh, Tomb Mold, and you know, yeah, like that stuff's get. It's starting to really get there for me. Like, I mean, the grossness of it. You know, it's one of the few areas in this whole thing where i still feel
1: a little bit repelled (laughs) and like that in and of itself is a good thing yeah this um okay so Demolic themselves uh uh, actually uh uh, so yeah this this is sadly from Demolic's one and only studio album called nespith it's spelled n-e-s-p-i-t-h-e i don't I can't, I can't remember exactly what it translates to. I think it translates to, uh, the spine. I think that's, I think that's what the album title means. I don't remember what language or dialect it is, but, um, they are from Finland. Uh, again, Finnish death metal. I mean, there's, (laughs) I mean, Sweden didn't perfect it. Finland did. Uh, (laughs) and uh, yeah, that, that was, um, Oh God, it's, it's, it's hard to describe my reaction uh for when I first heard this album I knew I was I, I first heard it like two years ago and I think I I think I turned it off about halfway through because I was just like what the fuck is this like what, <laughs> what am I because
4: even- <laughs>
1: I had no idea what the fuck I was hearing it was it was something like I I couldn't even like I couldn't even comprehend what I was hearing when I when I first checked it out but at the same time Uh, it's like what happens to me with a lot of bands. I'll hear them at first and I'll just be totally turned off by them. but then I'll come back like a year or two later. And all of a sudden the whole thing will just click with me.
3: yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, for, for me, this is one of those fucking albums that every time I I hear it, it, it feels as fresh as, as the first fucking time. It's, it's a weird thing, man. Um, it's just, it's, it's so fucking outrageous.
1: It is. Th- this, this to me, uh, Nespeth should be considered one of the penultimate, one of the absolutely, completely, and totally essential death metal albums. Pure. We're talking like top 10 death metal albums you should hear before you die. Actually, one one of the, one of the metal albums that you should, period, that you should hear before you die because. This is a band who utilizes structure, harmony, uh, layering, and all around just, just you know, tonal space and just like a, a completely, almost and a not quite an almost abstract sound, <clears throat> but one that, like I've said many times before, there is a method behind the complete and total madness that is going on. I mean, you think the shit you just heard was insane? The rest of it is just it's all that it's it's just all that
3: you might and you might have put the most the most palatable song from the album uh (laughs) uh, as a clip (laughs) like yeah because it 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 really is fucking um if you're not ready for this it's it's really gonna fucking it's really gonna take you uh totally fucking off guard (laughs)
1: if if there is if there is one way to completely and totally turn off a completely new listener to this style of music show them show them demolix nesbeth album like they will never want to hear anything heavy ever again (laughs) it's like to me this is like this is one of those albums it, this is one of those albums that is alongside like uh infestors to the depths and degradation or at the gates the red in the sky is ours this is like one of those albums that you show somebody to see just how much they can take
3: i i, I couldn't help but think back to uh aspid while we were talking about this as that well. too
1: that is that is another album that like even to like thrash fans All right, yeah, diffi- it's sure difficult to great. yeah German it's different right? Yeah, the the Russian thrash band Russian.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, that that's another one of those albums that even for like thrash listeners it can be really hard to get into because there's just so much coming at you at once. But at the same time Demolic do not Demolic do not completely and totally overwhelm you at all time. There is breathing room <clears throat> in a lot of these riffs. There are there are segments where they do kind of rein it in a little bit and they give you a little they give you a little more to chew on, a little more to kind of stop and take a breath and think about what you're hearing, and then they just bring you right back into it, and it's just like, oh, we're going down this fucking gross ass tunnel again.
3: That that's the amazing thing about the album, too. I mean, is is uh, completely off the walls as it is. Uh, the 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 compositional talent is just incredible.
1: And also, God, if there is one thing, if there is one phrase that drives me fucking crazy especially when it comes to this album, it's when people are like, Oh, I'd really like it if it weren't for the vocals, like bitch, the vocals are part of what give the album its identity. Who else does like, who else has the vote? Who else has the vocal style that auntie Bowman had?
2: Or well, well wall of noise is only going to get you so far. Uh, I mean, it's, that's what I ref- really referred to when I said it still repels me a little. Is it, it's the vocals. It's that's what I'm kind of there for. You know what I'm saying? Like, the riffs yeah, are great, I mean, but I mean that's the differentiator to me.
1: See, the the vocals to me, the vocals to me are not the draw. They have never been the draw for me. For me, Demolix's draw has always been the riffs, the layering and overall their their use of structure to create something that up until then was completely and totally alien and just it it made use of techniques and of techniques and structures that you couldn't really get anywhere else, and that only a few bands have ever really come close to replicating since. I and mean, you, to, okay. to me, the vocals— to me, the vocals were just a really unique, interesting maraschino cherry on top.
3: I mean, you, you say that up until then it was alien, but I honestly have a hard time thinking of many things that compare to it, uh, even now.
1: I mean, yeah, you have you have bands like uh, Catholus who are. In many ways, like an un like a an unapologetic uh, Demolic worship band, sure they, they do a pretty they do a pretty good job of it. But man, there is no there is no replicating Nesbeth. There is no there is no replicating the sheer bizarre oddity that is. Demolic's nesbeth album. And by the way, you can actually still buy this album. No, uh, no. Believe, believe it or not, um I forget who I forget who released it. But uh you can actually go on Bandcamp. I should actually I really should look up the uh the Bandcamp. Yeah, here it is. You can actually go to uh, Demolick, uh I'll actually spell it D E M I L I C H bandcamp.com and for seven euros so uh that's roughly eight dollars you can buy a collection of quite literally everything demolik have ever recorded including the nesbeth album uh, plus a couple of their demos and uh an ep that they released uh back in 2006 i believe um you can go to demolik's bandcamp and buy the entire 20th adversary of emptiness collection although I actually have a physical of it. And if you can, I highly suggest you go, you look around online and see if you can find a physical copy of it. Cause it's a really cool gatefold, like multi-disc, uh, collection. Mm. I don't know if it's on vinyl. I, I know we have a lot of listeners, but I God, I highly, highly suggest you track it down because you will, you will get something new out of it. Every single time you listen, like there's always going to be a new, uh new context, a new perspective you're always going to hear something new or you're always going to hear something differently that you didn't before. And that to me is a hallmark of an incredible unforgettable album. Now, what that leads into is what the fuck do you pair with an album? Yes, like this?
3: please. What, how'd you, how'd you fucking manage this?
1: <laughs> well, it took me almost a year to do, but I believe I told you guys a couple days ago that I'd bought a little bottle of something over at the local, uh, the local bayway market my little uh, spot where i buy all my beer and i bought a single bottle of a classic austrian malt liquor called sammy schlaus and i paired Samischlaus schlaus with this because much like Demelik, when you look at it at first and when you check out that label you might be driven away from it completely by the way, when I say that, I'm comparing that to the out to the the two the two different variants of the Nespith cover, both of which are absolutely repulsive and bizarre and will probably <laughs> drive away like every every single piece of art that Demelik have ever used is just fucking repulsive and strange and just completely and totally bizarre. And when you like when you look at the, the label for Samishloss, the, one of the first things you're going to notice is that it is a, it is a 14% brew, mm. and it is it is no fucking joke, man. Like samish sauce is no fucking joke. You, it, I mean, you got to be careful with it, and you just like you have to be careful with Demolik because it is a it is quite a rabbit hole to go down, and if yeah. you're not careful, if you're not careful, it will over. Now I don't I don't know if you guys have ever had samish before. Are you no, familiar with it?
3: No, I'm not. You, nope. you got to send a uh, a picture of her once, so Mike can Instagram it, but two, so I can see if we can find it around here.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you do, uh, be careful. Just be very, very careful. Cause it, if you're not care- because the other thing to realize is that the flavor, flavor is what's going to take you by surprise. Because it is sweet. It is malty, and it is sweet like we're not talking like sugary sweet it's sweet in a way that i can't quite it's a different context of sweet really and i pair this with Demelik's nespith album because it is it, it is an intense overwhelming and just completely surprising and unapologetic experience because like neither one of neither one of these things have any qualm about just like knocking you on your ass they're not they're not trying to appeal to people who are trying to get into it they're they're not appealing to they're not appealing to outsiders they're not trying to draw anybody in this this beer and this album are both things like you are either going to get this or you're not there is no in between fuck you if you don't well, son and, of a
3: bitch i wasn't sure how you were going to pull it off but that that fucking You've sold me on the pairing. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I mean, when you bring in a fourteen percenter, I mean, it's got to be paired with something uh, abusive.
3: That's that's another. It's kind of funny. I mean, I've never had it, but just based off of your description. Uh, I would have just as hard a time pairing that beer with an album as I would pairing that album with a beer, right? Uh, which makes it so like, this is such a beautiful pairing and I'm not even familiar with the drink, but you, your you see, description here, has slated
1: <laughs> here. Here's the thing. I don't, one of the reasons I don't bring in a whole lot of brutal is, is uh, one of the big reasons is the fact that when I do bring in a pairing, it's something I like to think over. Like I, I really, really have to mull it over and think, what would match with this perfectly?
3: Oh yeah, man. It, it... I don't.
1: I, I do not. I refuse completely to waste a brutal brute. I will never. I have never, and will never waste one.
3: It, it's funny because it, you, you know, it, it's it's a silly, it's a goofy segment. Like we, you know, we do it for the fun. Uh, but it really. You you start to uh, especially with how many of these like Frank and I have done at this point, you start to take it kind of seriously because you know the the first time you have a pairing where you're like, eh, it 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 sucks, you, you, like you feel bad about it because you feel like you've mm. done a disservice to both the artist and, and the, the beer beat, right. and the and the listeners. So it's uh, it, as silly as it sounds, like this is uh it can be a task uh especially when you've done so many of these you're like fuck i've drank all of the beers in the area." <laughs> <laughs> well
2: next time i'm at yeah. the beer store maybe i'll see if i can't get in on the phone
3: <clears throat> i would love to see you give it a shot
2: i already have my first artist picked out i just need the appropriate brew
3: yeah <sighs> so you don't you don't drink too often either so no. you're gonna have a harder time with that that's
1: right <laughs> so it, I feel it also it also uh, worthwhile mentioning. Uh, Sami Schloss is referred to as the original extreme beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's also there's an article that I was reading on Beer Advocate uh, that describes it as a doppelbock. I'm not exactly sure what that means. Double, double buck. I, I think dopp- so. Is it double Pro- Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think so.
1: Oh, and by the way, uh, another interesting tidbit about Sami Schloss is that it is only brewed one day a year, and that is on December sixth, which I believe. Yeah, I believe uh, it's brewed on Saint Nicholas's Day because Saint Nicholas's face uh, adorns uh, the front of the the front of the label. I actually need to send you guys a photo of this bottle because it is it is super super classy looking. That's why it is. It is it is such a well designed, beautiful, beautiful bottle, and yeah. especially the label. The label is just—I need the label on a fucking shirt.
3: Shit, man! If if I if we can't find it around here, I might have to pay you to, to ship some <laughs> out this way. So, I,
2: mean, I, I mean, that's why I, they named I, I, it after him. He's always, you know, bringing you a little present. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, believe me, just. But you know what? If you get if you manage to get your hands on this stuff, guys, all I'm going to say is throw on Demelik's nespeth album crank it all the way through and both of you guys just buy one bottle a piece maybe two maybe two <sighs> if you can get through the first one because like it is i'm not gonna lie it it is it is rich it is it doesn't look like it because it's a tr- it's a transparent beer like it's it's it looks like it's light but man when the aroma hits your nose it's gonna be like
3: whoa, God, whoa! i want this whoa! if i ever it did it he said it like it gonna- is
1: it is a, it is a, it is a deceptive beer because it does, it doesn't look like much when you first see the bottle on the rack, but once you see the, once you take a look at the label and once you pop the top off that bottle, like, I mean, this, this is a, this is some shit that will fucking brass knuckle you right to the ground. If you're not kidding. once you pop the fun, don't stop.
3: When I finally do uh, make it out there to fucking Oregon, uh, we're we're experiencing this pairing together. You're you're throwing <laughs> on Demolick and we're sl- we're slamming back at least two of these fucking bad boys.
1: Uh, we might die. Nah, nah, man. I'm, not, nah, nah I'm sure we, 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 we've 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 all we've all gotten we've all drank stronger shit than that for to the sure. halls of Valhalla, buddy. <laughs> what a way to die with, uh, <laughs> with, with, with this. <laughs> that is classy looking course, beer with with the uh. All, all the while with the song, The 16th Six-Tooth Sun of 14-4 four Regional Dimensions, still in <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a re- Which is a real song title, as is this one. The planet that once used to absorb flesh in order to achieve divinity and immortality suffocated to the flesh that it desired. Real track name.
3: Jesus. Well, it's like a story. Sam, uh, once again, <laughs> impressed, man. Well, fucking done. Yeah, good job, dude. I I refuse to waste these.
1: Period. Nah, you killed it, and thank you. So I I'm honestly starting to think that this might be like my this this might be my crowning my my crown jewel of my brutal brews because I know I've brought in some good ones, but I think this might be my best. This is so going to be a tough you, one to top. Yeah. So everyone out there, go track down. Uh, in particular, track down a copy of Demilix Comp Twentieth uh, Adversary of and em- of Emptiness. Go buy yourself a bottle, maybe two, if you can handle it, of Sammy Schloss uh, of Sammy Schloss beer. Be careful, and also, uh, by the way, preferably do this in complete darkness. So, <laughs> just uh, try try not to try not to fall over and break a leg. <laughs> it's, it's you realize. Weird when you realize that you're too fucked to uh stand up
3: oh god i I'd, I'd probably trip on my cat then he'd bite me and be a whole <laughs> fucking anyway uh, uh we...
1: I, I like your cat your cat's awesome
3: ah oh, he's real chill uh anyway we got uh we got a couple announcements yes we do we do
1: ooh i got an announcement for you uh, i've been looking forward to this one for a couple days now tom play it
2: It's just such a finesse with their dissonance. I mean, it's so easy to make that sound bad.
3: God damn it. God fucking damn it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just more vitriol. (laughs) That see, nice name drop. I'm sorry. Um, No, it's uh, no, actually that was clever. Uh, So yeah, this, this to me came out of fucking nowhere. Like I, I, this is another one of those. This is another instance of news that I literally woke up to. I mean, yeah, I'm scrolling down my feed at like seven o'clock in the morning. Oh shit, there's a new fucking vitriol track. Now, okay. Um, what I should mention right off the bat is that this is not a single from this is not a single from an upcoming full length, although I do believe they're working on that mm. right now. This is a brand new uh recorded bonus track for the CD, fi- like finally, the CD and vinyl release of Pain Will Define Their Death, the EP that they came out with uh, last year, which I believe made my top 10 list. Actually, no, it did make my top 10 list.
3: And I uh, I had to throw in, I did immediately jump on the limited uh, 100 uh, copy release of the, the white vinyl. Like, yeah, and I just, <laughs> just, I just
1: realized that there is a shirt and CD bundle. Oh my god. Oh it's shipping on the thirtieth. Fuck, I might have to do this. So Oh my god, I'm so stoked about it. So yeah, uh vitriol, God, they they're pulling out all stops for this too. So yeah, there's the limited edition vinyls. They have bundles for the um actually they have a bundle that includes the CD, the vinyl, and the shirt too. Holy shit. Oh shit. So yeah, how you did can, I
3: miss that bundle? Fuck me. Oh well. Uh
1: apparently it's brand. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> huh? Well, I was gonna say you could have sent me the CD, but whatever. Um, you said it was branded. No, I I was about to say it was brand new. I'm like, oh wait, they're all brand. And hey, you might have just missed it. It's okay. But um, yeah. So head on over to everlastingspew, one word <laughs> dot com, and search out, and just type in vitriol in their search bar, and you'll find all these bundles. Uh, uh, they have they have the seven inch, they have the C- the CD, they have the T shirt, and there are a bunch of different bundles you can get too. they're you can all get with, uh,
3: really reasonably priced like i know dude the,
1: the c the cd the cd and shirt bundle is like just over 15 dollars us like about 16 dollars us maybe a little more
3: yeah yeah it's ridiculous uh and vinyl fans uh get the fuck on this because there are 500 copies total being made a hundred of the translucent white and 400 Ooh. of the black so all
1: right now i have context yeah. for that
3: yeah if you if you see, want it see, get on it quickly
1: oh yeah see this 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 is why this is one of the reasons being a cd guy is because i don't think i i don't think that the cds are going to be limited no I think they're no keep- they'll they'll
3: print plenty of those
1: yeah so <laughs> um yeah if if you're one of the vinyl maniacs get on this guys because they are i guarantee you they're going to sell out
3: yeah i like, i hope I, we help them sell it out
1: <laughs> they they deserve it i mean like i that would be an honor <laughs> yeah no they're um they're one of those bands who they they deserve the love like vitriol are fucking amazing they're an amazing deserved so yeah guys that again by the by the way the name of the track was the parting of a neck yeah, and yeah. jesus christ yeah that's that's the one i know cool. Which just God it's like their their song titles are just like no subtlety. No, no 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 subtlety.
3: We've we've sung their praises uh plenty of times on this show but holy fuck man if if you're a fan of any of this shit and you haven't if you haven't gotten on the Vitriol train yet you are fucking up. Uh they they're easily one of the best bands to be doing it right now and I'm 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 really insanely stoked to see uh, exactly what they'll do with a full length because their their potential is
1: insane, monstrous, yeah. absolutely monstrous potential.
3: I, I, so yeah,
1: no, oh, I was gonna say that. That being said, please guys get on this because this is gonna be fucking nuts. I cannot fucking wait to get this. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. So that's that's it for that's it for my announcements for the week.
3: All right, another one that I'm really fucking amped about.
2: I I've, I've
1: actually I've actually been following this to a lesser degree.
2: This one's an interesting discussion, I think. I have two tracks we're going to listen to because we can't do it otherwise. Yeah. So um, let's listen to a bit of two alkies.
3: Okay, uh, if you want to talk about what it is, real quick. Yeah, sure. We just listened to, yeah, so do. We can talk about this. Yeah, we
2: did preview a track previously um, for anybody that's listening now. So some of us have, you know, an idea, kind of what also is on the album. So yeah, what do you what do you think about that?
3: But did you mention this is the new cult leader? I didn't. I didn't. That's what I was getting at.
2: Oh, oh. So, uh yes. <laughs> another,
1: <laughs> another another
2: another inadvertent name drop. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cult leader off of their uh newest release, A Patient Man.
3: Uh so here's the insane thing, you know, uh Lightless Walk was easily one of the fucking heaviest albums uh the year that it was released. Absolutely. Uh and you know, it, it's one of those things where you have to wonder like where the fuck do you go from there, uh, within this genre? And what I like is that they uh, they really fucking took a, a, a totally different path uh, with some of the album. Yeah. And count on fucking cult leader uh, who, are, who are some of the best at what they do already mm-hmm. to fucking take on clean vocals and also blow my fucking mind.
2: Right. Absolutely. Um, it's ca- for anybody that did. You know, really get into lightless walk. Um, this this wasn't completely out of I think left field. You know, there was a track where the uh, vocalist did get to really explore the more somber like. That's queens. true. So like when this happened, I guess I wasn't I wasn't upset, but when it ended up being as moody um, and I think a real addition to the album itself, it's funny because um. <clears throat> Sammy, I know you're not a fan of Converge, but it's really just the best template for me to sort of explain. Uh, no, I, I
1: I actually get where you're coming from.
2: Right. I mean, like, so they they released quite a number of albums before they sort of explored that area yeah. of chaotic hardcore, but there's, there's, like, very large similarities to me, like the exploration of, like, melancholy. Um, That's it, fair. I you know? know, I mean... If you really start to get down and examine this album and the lyrics and Cult Leader and a lot of the branding they've been pushing, this is simultaneously some of the heaviest music and really just m- most down, depressive, introspective, almost like metaphysical.
3: Yeah, one I I, I really like seeing it because in a in a world where you know. um, like, thank fuck we've got twitching tongues who kind of uh, are carrying the torch of, like, carnivore and, uh, and and bands in that vein where it's like, there aren't a lot of them. Right. There aren't a lot of them, uh, which is why they really stand out when they do it. And to see cult leader kind of take a cue from that and, uh, and really inject it um, so fluently into what they're already doing is fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, now, that, now that you mention it, that those clean vocals are a little reminiscent of the the clean section on the song Male Supremacy, which by the way, um I, I consider to be the first true type of negative song that that clean vocal section on that. <laughs> I
2: mean, and, and at the same time in the same breath, <clears throat> it brings sort of a Johnny Cash melancholy to this genre which is also cool to me
3: yeah uh, it's i mean overall and i uh you know i have given this one a couple listens already uh
2: in a world of joy is the original track i was going to bring in and just play the end of it the transition from one style to another but i didn't think the heavy style at the end was fair to their technicality yeah it's heavy but if you don't have the first three and a half minutes of the morose vocals i don't know if it really works i
3: don't i don't think that one with just that clip would have hit either aspect as fairly yeah
2: so i mean in that vein let's uh let's listen to a little bit of share my pain
3: They didn't let you forget that they're fucking, they're 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 at the top of the fucking game right now.
2: I almost preemptively started like counter memeing like the people that were gonna start shit talking this, and I was like, I'm gonna fucking wait because it, it 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 would really take a pair of brass fucking balls to come out and be like, buh, you know, this is just the new like what wh- disappointing morbid angel album or something like, but it's fucking it's not. This is an addition to the genre this is like progression the way that I like to see it happen
3: yeah um you know it's I'm still left with nothing bad to say about cult leader at <laughs> the end of the day right uh
1: by by the way did I tell you how I discovered cult leader it actually wasn't because of this show
3: no kidding
1: mhm actually it was uh it was one it was my 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 buddy and one of my favorite bant partners my buddy jose uh, who We've been, we basically just like shit on each other and send each other recommendations on <laughs> Facebook all the time. It's, 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 it, we, that's all we do. We just send each other recommendations and just call each other cucks all the time. It's fucking, <laughs> <laughs> that's literally all we do. We call each other cucks and fucking send each other music recommendations. And he just randomly sent me, um, uh, God, what he sent me, he sent me cult leader a while ago. And I was, he was like, Hey, you cuck, check this out. I'm like, <laughs> right. And I listened to, it, I thought, and I thought it was fucking dope. And then he was like, uh, uh, oh wait, no, it was because I, I posted Gaza because some of the members of Gaza went on to form cult leader.
3: Yes. Yeah.
1: And, uh, uh do you remember? And you remember when I brought in Gaza a while back?
3: Yes, I do. And he's
1: like, he's like, Hey, cuck, go listen to fucking cult leader. I'm like, okay. And I I listened to, uh, I think it was the first track to come out for this album. And I was like, whoa, this is fucking dope. And then uh, somebody else, somebody brought Cult Leader in after that. And I was like, I've actually seen this band before. Like one of the rare occasions when I've actually heard a band before you guys came (laughs) in. And I felt so proud of myself. I, I gave myself a little gold star. Nice. I drew myself I drew myself a gold star and I cut it out and I pasted it on my forehead and I'm
3: yeah i I think when we initially brought them in was before you were on the show
1: uh oh, so yeah, yeah the, that might have been yeah video. no no um you guys were talking about them. nah, nah uh, no.
3: well yeah yeah yes yes that did happen uh with the upcoming new album but no like oh we, okay when oh, we okay. first talked about them when lightless walk dropped yeah, uh, well, yeah, yeah that, that was, was a couple a, of years ago yeah yeah
2: the, I'm happy with this release.
3: Yeah, me too, man. Um, I'm
2: I'm actually looking forward to it.
3: It was funny. I actually, uh, you guys remember the other Sam that we met mm-hmm. at This Is Hardcore? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. He, he just he'll yeah. randomly hit me up on on Facebook Messenger and be like, "Yo, what up, dude?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Listen, the new cult leader." And we get we went back and forth. I was like, "Yeah, hey, you got to check this shit out." The next night he messages me and he's like, "Yo, this fucking new cult leader is heavy as." Fuck. it is like, it yeah is, buddy man.
2: i'm really i mean, like i'm really glad you know going at it the way that they did with the cleans like that you know it, a lot relies on the yeah, i mean it's fun because it's like i haven't really gotten into the lore of an album like I, like this like i have in a while like yeah it's just really trying to understand what they're doing and what they're talking about and, and then when i realize it, i'm like oh this is this
1: is
3: fucking heavy <laughs> <laughs> They live up to the name. Uh, but we do have one more release to talk about and then yeah. something we kinda wanted to
1: <laughs> There is just one more little thing after the announcement that we gotta fucking we gotta riff on because it fucking rules so much. <laughs> <laughs> All uh... right.
2: Well, we talked about this one also coming up. Um Hard to Kill from the band I am is been released. Now let's listen to a little bit of Peel Back the Skin.
4: Bedford! Heaven's gate Bow my head And cry in my cry Curse him Back for your forgiveness. I just pray to be released from your two
3: I uh I wasn't expecting the straight-up hardcore in the middle of all
2: that. Dude, this album's got so much swagger. It's awesome.
3: That's fucking great. Uh,
2: It's another one. I mean, their last album, it was cool. I brought it in. Um, You know, I really liked it, but this is a really cool evolution, bringing in, like, the southern rock death metal type of uh, sort of feel or more of just, like, a classic feel.
1: I hate to be the guy who does this all the time, but goddamn, that cover is fucking awesome. (laughs)
2: <laughs> i thought you were gonna shit on something no, I'm like it, god damn it
1: <laughs> no 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 um i mean that that wasn't quite my style there were actually things i liked, about it but for some reason do that i need a fucking print of that cover i know that's like the 60th time i've said that like if, <laughs> if, if, I, if I had a fucking if, if i could have like a print of every cover i've liked on this show my I, I would literally have nothing left on my wall walled guitar there yeah no <laughs> yeah no that but um yeah, it kind of reminds me of the Chornobog cover. Yeah, you know, go go back and find that one. But yeah, I mean, that was fucking ignorant, dude. Hell
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice <laughs> and <laughs> All right. So real quick, eleven twenty six records dot for I am and for coat leader is Leader dot com. Right
3: yeah. on pull I- that up. Sam, if you'd like to uh, lead us into this bit of a discussion,
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay. Like, there's there's a part of me that wishes I could just include this, even though it's not an album. I wish I could put this on my top ten because this is the most incredible thing I've seen all year. We get we got a bit of a storytelling segment for you, like it, and in a bit of a first, like this. This isn't even going to be a discussion so much as it is just us just like laughing and riffing on this. fucking absolute hero (laughs) so um about a week ago i forget who it was initially i think it might have been it might have been metal injection metal injection dropped one of the most easily one of the most bizarre fucking stories i have ever (laughs) seen in the history of metal like this this is to to this uh, up to now this kind of just has to be heard to be believed so we're just gonna i'm just gonna give you the basic idea of what this story is about and we'll we'll keep reading little bits and pieces from this article i'm actually looking at the an article from the av club so <clears throat> let me put on my my reporter's hat here uh, uh, as anyone who grew up in the internet age will tell you there is a big difference between being internet famous and being real world famous Take for example the LA band Threaten. The end was the N is spelled with an I. Threaten. You've likely never heard of them, and yet they have tens of thousands of likes on their Facebook page, thousands of views on their YouTube videos, and the makings of what appears to be a strong internet following. Despite all this, NME report. Oh, it was NME reports that Threaten is currently in the midst of a UK tour, playing exclusively to empty venues. <laughs> this is not just a case of a foolhardy young band overestimating their own popularity. The story is much more bizarre than that. So, you might be asking yourself, how can a band with apparently that much exposure and support behind them being go all the way from LA to fucking to fucking Europe and be playing nothing but empty venues? Uh I'll, I'll just read the next paragraph. As it turns out, every single one of those Facebook likes and YouTube comments have been bought and paid for by the band. (laughs) That might explain why last weekend, when Threaten was scheduled to play a show at the Exchange in Bristol to a crowd of around 180 people, nobody showed up. The venue was rightfully furious that the promoter had lied to them about the ticket sales, and they demanded that Threaten pay off the staff costs before playing their set to a nearly empty room. This... This might be the single most spectacular case of bullshit I have ever fucking seen in music. Period.
3: It's incredible. So this, the band is one guy.
1: It it is one guy. I believe his name. Oh god, what 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 is? I think it's J. It's like Jamie Threaten or something.
3: Yeah, something ridiculous like that.
1: It is. It is It is is so much more bizarre than I.
3: But to be. But this dude posts so hard online that that a bunch of fucking promoters and venues all over Europe completely bought his bullshit. (laughs) He made a fucking he made a a a, a fake fucking label page like presented presented not as himself but as a as a fucking promoter promoting the band, uh, lying about having pre-sold a bunch of tickets, like just completely fucking insane and the the, the 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 craziest thing is we have no idea what this motherfucker's motive was yet like <laughs> we don't know if it was just an excuse for him to fucking quote-unquote tour europe with some of his friends right like, it, like it, no one
1: see, knows why here, he did this see that that they actually the <clears throat> the av club article mentions this at the end of at, at the end here and it says what's still not clear about this whole ruse is who exactly benefits from it. Threaten pretends to have fans and then book shows where they are forced to pay venue fees and perform to an end to an empty room. The whole thing sounds expensive and emotionally taxing. That to me is like the ultimate. That's the ultimate like gotcha moment. Like how does, how does this dude stand to, to, to gain anything from this whatsoever? I mean, it's just—it's one of the only—it's one of the many things that just makes this, just makes it to where this fucking rules as much as it it's, does. Is it fr- because does it, does he, it lapse he, in the sign- fraud somehow? I don't. You know that—that's a good guess, but I don't know how I mean, that would benefit. It seems how, like how, a lot of that lend itself to fraud. I don't. I mean,
2: like I'm wondering what right venue like these people promoters or venues have chasing after staff cost when nobody's there
1: i have no I mean, idea you can probably I mean,
2: you can probably trace the numbers back to this dude's facebook page and start screaming down his neck but like is that well, fraud the, or see, is that just oops gotcha see, so like i don't know
1: see at the same time though he isn't making any money having to, like he's having to like either i don't like forcing these shows. other people to spend money i think see no like there there are a couple of venues apparently who made pay out of pocket to pay these venue fees <laughs> like this dude does this like he's a hero but he's also a complete moron
3: <laughs> yeah let me uh let me be clear i mean like we, 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 we'll joke about how much we love this because it's it's so fantastically bizarre uh but at the end of the day like this dude is a fucking douche uh like he, <laughs> he's
1: a he's a complete fucking prick do not be this guy yeah
3: like it, it's you know it sounds funny because it fucking is but at the it's end kind of the of, day it, I mean, like, like it's
2: funny in the same way as pulling off a barrel roll in a stolen airplane like it already <laughs> happened and I, it, what's the use of crying over spilled milk but like it's fucking
3: shitty
1: but yeah i See? mean you know like oh, oh sorry go ahead
3: no i mean just you know personally knowing uh like some of the guys who 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 uh, promote and put on these shows in in Philly, um, like dude, you know there there have been a couple bands that have pulled some shit, uh, and it's I mean, they're they're not coming back to Philly, uh, right. you know, and deservedly so. Uh, it's you yeah, know, they're they're like real lucky like if that. they don't catch hands if they come yeah. to the city, you know.
1: Yeah, bands like bands like that, should, like bands who do shit like that, should be driven out with fucking pitchforks torches and shotguns
3: but what i think is so funny is it's like it's hardly even a legitimate band this isn't like you know some up-and-comer who thought oh maybe we can pull one over like the, the you know i don't know how much music they have actually recorded but at the end of the day the majority of what they presented was bullshit <laughs> well like,
1: here's but- the, here's the other interesting thing um Apparently, the guy behind the band posted a bunch of videos that he (laughs) claims to be of his band. Like, just played a great show last night, and every single one of these videos either only shows the crowd, does not show the band, or it just shows the one guy. It does not actually show the whole band.
3: And what? What's yeah? It is is
1: so fucking bizarre. It's funny. It's just so nonsensical.
3: It's funny too. They they actually like. This motherfucker went through some effort. So these videos that he'll post of, like, the crowd, he'll, uh, like, he wrote these fucking things, like, oh, crowd was real wild, I couldn't really get any shots of the band, but great show. And, like, like, there's so much effort in this. (laughs) And now you're spending what is likely tens of thousands of dollars to just fucking, just fucking frolic around Europe and piss off a bunch of venues. Is he so he's actually showing up to these places?
2: Oh yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: He's Holy not only Lord. is he showing up, he's played a couple shows.
3: Yeah, opening bands have showed up and he's still they still play the fucking set but no one's there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? No, Mike. This is bizarre. Mike, this is
3: like I I thought
1: I yeah.
2: understood but I clearly don't. I was
1: so, gonna, I was I was going to say Mike, don't don't spend a whole lot of time tr- <laughs> trying to figure it out because there's you can't you can't make the illogical logical because so this he, guy so he, he's like, showing it's, up, it's funny it's he, fucking he, hysterical and it's funny but the guy is also just an idiot yeah <laughs> that sounds like
3: it which also makes it even funnier <laughs> you fucking yeah,
1: see see this is one of those things like everyone involved in this is going to learn a bunch of hard lessons and hopefully come out of this wiser First of all, if you're in a band, don't try and fucking pull one over on the venues and the promoters because it is going to get you driven out of every city, every scene you can imagine. Nobody want you to play. nobody want, will want to play with you. Nobody will want to book you. And you know, when you try and pull shit like this, and not even just stuff like this, when you steal gear, when you try and skim money off of ticket sales, when you try when you try to fuck over promoters or venue staff, when you fucking trash venues, like don't do shit like that. Up around like a lot it? of
2: dudes trying to give out their fucking their their mixtape, their fucking their little uh, rap <laughs> EP. It, like it sounds like they're fucking. It sounds like, eh, I'm gonna go get an Instagram, buy me some bots, and dude. give me a million followers, and dude, dude, show up do show at every show. And
1: <laughs> I just every 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 kid who comes to my door on Halloween, I just throw him a copy of my mixtape. <laughs> 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 like it's like, hey kid, you want some fire? <laughs> yeah. God damn. Oh okay. uh, God. Don't you, Mike, don't you miss me? Don't you miss yeah, me so yeah. much.
3: Yeah. Well, um, so, so yeah. but,
1: but yeah. And also just here's, here's, here's just a little piece of, here's just a little piece of advice. I'm, I'm not a fucking expert, but if I could give one little piece of advice to venue, to venue owners, staff and promoters, do your research. Don't, don't, don't book these complete fucking nobodies. And just without without doing a little bit of responsible research first, just like some cursory Facebook and Google glances. I want to
2: say you can't rely on Instagram or something. No, no, like no.
1: Like, just like I said, this is one of those. This is one of those instances in which I think hopefully everyone is going to come out of this a little bit wiser. Just like promoters, do your research. Bands, don't don't do stupid shit like this because it can end up costing you. Like it it. Phil's right. This has to be costing this fucking idiot tens of thousands of dollars because traveling around Europe is not cheap,
3: especially with fucking instruments and equipment. Um, yeah, <clears> and
1: like a- with a full fucking drum kit and half stacks and fucking instruments to carry around. It's a lot of shit.
3: Yeah, I I don't know, man. Uh, but there you go. That's the fucking that is the story of Threaten. Uh, the most one of the most insane things i've ever heard in my fucking life Uh, Uh, i I couldn't i couldn't pull this (laughs) off if i wanted i don't know like i don't know if this dude is just is just fucking balling and had the money to just fuck around i have no fucking clue um it it
1: it almost reminds me of like tommy was so like where does he get the money to do this
3: tommy is uh is rich as fuck uh i and no one knows And it's amazing
1: because and i i know that's like honestly the you think this story is a fucking oh god just like dig into the story of tommy so in the room it like it's a rabbit hole you may never come out
3: of oh i i mean yeah it is
1: it is a mystery wrapped in an enigma wrapped in a in a in an existential question
3: i i i i have dinner with the man at least once a year and i'm no closer to understanding any of it
1: <laughs> i i i wouldn't feel bad about it because i don't think anyone else is
3: no I, he's he's a lot of fun though uh that that's a real story that's i i do see tommy wiseau about once a year i um, am usually supremely for a full weekend jealous. Uh, right. but anyway, before we go down that rabbit hole, uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'd, we'd be That's, on here for another six hours. Yeah.
3: Yeah. We would Talking about the time I went to the, to the <laughs> fucking, to the art museum with him. Yeah. All kinds of weird shit. Um, <laughs> anyway, fuck it. Uh, we're, we're, we're about to wrap up, but before we get there, <laughs> let me remind everyone that, uh, you can find everything about from the pit over at fthepit.com that is the letter f the words the pit.com uh social media all that fun shit mm-hmm. send us your recommendations send us your bands uh come yell at us about some dumb shit i don't fucking care we're very send, easy to get send
1: old of. school get old. send old school polaroid nudes too
3: yeah fuck well, it. He- <laughs> Why not? you know we're just gonna get a bunch of fucking dick pics on Polaroids now, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, <laughs> we uh, can make a scrapbook. A bunch of we weird. Can, dudes we can make out a there. scrapbook, make copies of it, and make it available as a fucking Patreon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh who wants to pay to see their own dick on a Polaroid next to other dick Polaroids. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be
2: like one of those things where you, you flick it through and they'll they'll grow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like an evolution. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
3: If you really like what we do, head over to patreon.com slash from the pit for bonus episodes a month. Uh, and yeah, I mean, that's that's about it.
2: Yeah. So, stick around for the the interview. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: yes. So uh, absolutely. That being said, uh, we're going to let this roll into our interview with Dagra. Uh, killer fucking grindcore band from Texas. Uh, if you haven't checked him out. Listen to the interview and then go fucking listen to them. uh, Because holy shit, is that album incredible. All right. And uh, we'll get right to that. Here's the interview with Dagra.
5: Well, what's up? Uh, My name's, well, my real name is Jose Daniel de la Rosa, but it's kind of a fucking mouthful. So uh, you can call me Joe JD. I drum for Dagra.
0: Uh, my name is James. I'm the guitarist and I guess de facto founder of Dagger. We'll just...
5: Yeah. What? And, uh, we're from, uh, South Texas. And, um, when we say South Texas, we mean like, like the end of the United States, like the literally the highway ends and it goes into Mexico. The tip. The very tip.
0: Yeah. I live in the southernmost town in the United States. Yeah. Shit. I,
5: was, I was pretty much born there. I'm, 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 I moved like, An hour and 10 minutes away, but yeah, we're all right lined up on the Rio Grande River and now recently have uh, been joined by uh, Alexis and uh, Ryoko who uh, Are from the Valley and Dallas or respectively, is that correct? Houston, yeah, yeah. and um, They are living in Austin, Texas, right? Unfortunately, they're things right now So you just got us
0: enjoying the benefits of (laughs) matrimony Very nice
2: consummation (laughs) and stuff (laughs)
0: Uh, well i mean
2: like first of all from us you know you know welcome thanks for coming on from the pit you know uh and definitely definitely thank you for bearing with me i mean shit i think i checked the uh the dms and it's been about a fucking year since we got back to you guys I'm, i'm like really grateful that you guys kept up with us
0: cool dude dude we're really grateful that you reached out to
2: us
1: hell yeah
3: Oh fuck yeah, man! Uh, I mean, especially with this most recent release, uh, holy shit, guys!
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, one of the one of the, one of the primary goals of this show is to make sure that, uh, in in Phil's words, hometown heroes don't stay in those hometowns forever. And I mean, I I actually went back and re-listened to um, your latest release this morning, and I I'd almost forgotten how impressive it was. Really, yeah,
5: thanks, dude. Thank you. Yeah, it's pre- <laughs> it's pretty noisy and. Um we're trying I mean, we're I mean, think about it you know it's all we're doing is uh paying tribute to music that we like and listen to i mean that's all we're doing we're trying to keep up with all the people we love and respect and that inspire us you know so it comes out in
3: our in our version of of music i, I think, well i mean uh, that and that's
1: and that's a no that's a noble goal that's a noble goal to say the least i,
3: I think one of the things that that really stands out for me uh about this record um you know, it's, it's, it's grind, which is a, a genre that is notorious for being um, so abrasive that even, you know, even diehard fans can only listen to so much of it. it it's, um, it's
5: painful to make it and painful to listen to
3: it. But, you know, uh, the thing that, that, that really strikes me with this album is it, you, you manage to maintain that sort of uh, aggression uh, while still somehow making it almost catchy.
2: Well, what, mm. yeah, definitely. Like what kind of hooked me to bring uh Dagra on in the first place was um like you were saying, you know, grind is abrasive. Grind can also be uh repetitive. Yes. You know, I mean, I think like I I'd, I'd guess that it's a backbone of like death, you know, especially living in and around the Texas area that leaves some of those really gnarly like dissonant riffs like on the opening track.
5: Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um You know, it's like it's funny. Like you're mentioning how it's grind, but it's still got a little catchiness. It's that's interesting when 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 James and I are getting together and we're producing the songs. We always kind of have this like a foundation where it's like, all right, somehow we got to figure out how to be how to mix in a percentage of traditional feel good grind with cerebral interesting tricks. you know and you got to have you got to find that balance you know how do you get tricky without losing your foundation without losing what inspired you to be there in the first place so you got to mix in a little bit of that umph with a little bit of that trick See, i don't
1: i don't exactly i don't exactly know how that's done but i know a lot of bands fail spectacularly at it i know because i hear them every single week <laughs> <laughs> i mean not not on, like this show, a- not on the show not on the show what i mean is like while i'm dredging the the bottom of Bandcamp to try and find shit that i actually like like i wish i'd found you first <laughs> like i'm actually i'm actually kind of sad about the fact that mike found you and i'm never gonna forgive him for it but, <laughs> oh, uh, oh, <laughs> i mean, C- I mean he, C- he also yeah. he also refuses to let me be the big spoon so I mean, strike two, buddy. Cake, strike bro, two.
0: Compromise. Right, right. Yeah, <sighs> a series of compromises.
2: I know. Just cling to his back through the night. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Just, so it, makes, back, it makes it makes me feel loved, but I wanna.
3: <laughs> it's like a spider monkey on a giant.
1: I
4: it's
1: only it's only accurate because I'm the tallest of us, I believe. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, I, like I said, I re-listened to Setsuna this morning. Cause I woke, I woke up at like six o'clock in the morning for some reason. I'm like, and the first thing I thought was, oh yeah, I need to listen to that again. So like, while I'm sitting there in bed, I just like threw on Setsuna at full volume on my phone. I'm like, oh wow. I forgot how good this was. Now I can't wait to do this interview.
2: Well, that'll wake that you up is... more than coffee.
1: <laughs> so... See, it's good. Be- and it's good because I hate coffee. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's yeah. Messed up, dude. yeah Man, that's a shame. I'm a, dude, I I have a lot of shitty. I have a lot of shitty contrarian opinions. No, t- <laughs> <laughs> no tiramisu for you.
2: No. no. <laughs> so um, I did want to ask. I watch I watch a small to medium amount of anime, and I recognize the name Setsuna as being generally Japanese. Is that wrong? Is that close? No, nope, that is correct. <laughs> that's
5: correct. What? Yeah, it's uh. We're very inspired, even if you go back to the before this on NIL, and even into the demo days, all, even the artwork, there's a little bit of anime trivia to that. Anime oh. video game culture
0: has permeated a little bit of it, for
5: sure. Well, I wasn't the... sure if I was looking no, too tell... hard. Well, check it out. Uh, James, tell them the story about the girl who did our, our skull for the demo. Oh, wow,
0: I completely forgot about that. I feel like an asshole now. Okay, Speaking of <laughs> anime, go ahead, James. <laughs> so, um when i was in college i was afforded the opportunity to meet a lot of people uh, just you know here and there uh, mostly artists i spent a semester hanging out with a bunch of art majors for whatever reason and you just you know you get to know people like on a one-to-one basis little by little and uh, when it came time when dagger really started to reach the point where jd and i had hooked up and we were getting this recording going and it was like okay this is for sure for sure happening we've got the music side down now we just need like the visual aesthetic down we needed like some kind of artwork so at that time I didn't know because this friend of mine she was very quiet about it but uh when capcom was doing their street fighter 25th anniversary mm-hmm. they had released this gigantic like hundred and something dollar box set which of course i bought the commemorative book. <laughs> they had reached out to their fan community for people just to like submit artwork to go in there one of hers was accepted so essentially we got somebody who did artwork second hand for capcom yeah. to do our demo art yeah that's fuck, yeah. Fucking dope right, yeah,
1: yeah,
3: yeah fucking dope. i mean we're uh we're, we're looking at that now and it's it's a really um it's pretty wild uh it, it's not your typical uh grindcore cover no i mean like what
5: are you looking at, Which uh,
3: you looking uh, at the, looking you? yeah we're looking at the, the demo, skull right yeah. yeah
5: yeah that's the demo yeah, yeah. it's weird it's total
0: what do you call that, man? Like Kawhi? What do you? call that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, about, like, it's far <clears throat> away. Kawhi's wow, right. I think. Uh, I she she's a big anime fan, so I had, <laughs> with the big discordance axis influence that we have, I had told her just think, think Evangelion when you're putting this together.
2: Okay.
1: And yeah. she came
0: up, yeah, she came up with that bifurcated skull, that split personality sort of thing, and I was like, it's it's perfect. That's that's what we need.
1: Yeah. So, fine. I I oh sorry, Mike, go ahead.
2: No, you're good. I was just going to say, before you said, you know, specifically, it was giving me a little bit of, a, like, a bleach or, like, a, you know, paranoid agent death note sort of feel. So, I mean, that, that kind of falls right in
3: there. Evangelion, that classic. <laughs> Man, and here I, I thought you almost just outed yourself as a weeb for nothing. Me? I was
1: about to say, there's a there's a lot of weeb trash in this fucking... You've seen fucking all my nearby.
2: tattoos, so, I mean, yeah, like, I, I can't really hide. I know. I have seen hey, wait, all your wait, tattoos.
1: Wait, wait.
5: What's a what's
1: a weeb? Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh, the, the can the can of worms is open. <laughs> it's uh Sorry, Dude, I'm I'm
5: almost 40,
1: man. I don't know what that shit is. <laughs> <laughs> weeb. I wish I didn't.
3: Uh it, weeaboo is sort of a, an internet term for uh for basically westerners, white people who are into who are are entirely too heavily oh. into Japanese oh, culture. Yeah. yeah. I see it. I see it. Yeah, that's
2: funny. <laughs> you know, it's, wall okay, scrolls all over your room and shit. Mm. Yeah, and to, like here at Tom's house. To, yeah. to
1: be to be perfectly honest, it the term weeaboo is generally considered a pejorative. Like it's it's yeah. not it's not an endearing term. No,
4: but, uh, it really isn't.
1: Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, cool. but the, the the question I was going to ask was. uh I am actually curious about your, your band's name. Like what exactly is the, what exactly is the origin and meaning of the word D'Agra? Uh,
5: I gonna, Wait, look, look, <laughs> James has his, I have my interpretation.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, James great.
5: James oh, great.
1: We kid have, kid we exactly. have conflict. Let's, awesome.
5: Yeah. Let's let's hear James. Go James. Go.
0: <laughs> all right. I'm going to go all out in this one. So, um, I, I have a bachelor's degree in English. So during like my college days, I did a lot of research, a lot of studying, Incidentally, that was the first time I tripped on mushrooms, too. So, like, (laughs) I read a lot into, like, entheogens and just the people who really study, like, the the far-out effects of the mind and where it can go and so on and so forth. So, I was doing a research paper for a class. I want to say it was, like, postmodern novel or something like that. And I was trying to tie in Aldous Huxley's uh, philosophy with that of, like, mushroom tripping. And I came across this uh this Tibetan word called dagra, which basically was uh the ego. There are that let me let me back that up a little bit. Uh this old Tibetan word that translates roughly into like enemy or adversary. And at that time, I think I was maybe like three months off of my first and only mushroom trip. And <laughs> I had experienced I had experienced what a lot of people call like the dissolving of the ego. So I was like, That's the dagra. The ego is the dagger, it's the enemy. And I just latched onto it. And uh Dagger as a, like as a band was essentially like a remorphing continuation of like an old death metal band I used to have called Cesspool, and initially it was going to continue carrying on that name until the music started really radically evolving on its own, and I realized if this is going to like if this is going to have as strong of an identity as the music is presenting, it really needs to have like a different name, a different aesthetic. It needs to separate itself a lot more heavily than uh, than what Cesspool was. I need a new name. And Dagger was just ever present in my mind at the time. So it was like, well, fuck it, we're Dagger now.
5: Yeah, okay, that's James's like super beautiful <laughs> poetic thing, right? Mine's kind of, mine's silly. So like, I that's what James told me. So okay, cool, it's it's the adversary, this Tibetan word and all that, right? But then like in my own side of life, I found the word Dagger in an old like 40s to 50s fucking sci-fi, first generation black and white sci-fi movie. And I don't know if he if he if that was serendipitous. Like I don't think you've seen this movie, James, but it, I, I'm sure. I mean, if it's like an old word, it's not like it just barely came out. I mean, I'm sure these fellows back in these who made this sci-fi movie were on the same vein as you were, you know, in some way. But in that thing, there was an alien race, and the alien race were called the Dagra. and the alien race were basically like what you would imagine, like a superior form. Right. And, you know, without getting too much into detail, that's kind of where the Dagra is like also represents the superior challenge, the superior adversary. Like, And in, in the movie, it was personified as an alien visit, like in infiltration. That was the adversary. Right. So they called them the dagger. So it was kind of trippy. So it's not like it was the name of the alien race. But it was the same concept that was applied to the alien race in that old sci-fi movie. They were called the Dagara. They <laughs> represented the adversary, the challenge. See you know what
4: I mean?
5: So quick, the beginning of the nil, it starts off with a real fucked up sound effect, which is like the first album. Mm-hmm. That was me trying to create an alien speech out of our our singer Phil, who has left the band recently. Uh, it 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 was his voice done all fucked up and whatever, and and that was kind of like a uh, an homage to a little nod to like this alien race, and uh, yeah, that's it. That's that's
1: so, some cool let, fucking. Let, trivia. let me let me let me see let me see if I got this straight. It's one of two things: either the result of trying to relate the works of Aldous Huxley. <laughs> <laughs> no no that's
5: what opened his mind to the concept so, yeah that's what he saying. Yeah, yeah
1: so 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 it either it either came from the works of aldous huxley and mushrooms or it was aliens personally i'm i'm going with aliens I mean. <laughs> look I've seen, it's an I, of it. I've,
4: I've
1: seen i've seen i've seen i i've seen ancient aliens man i know it's always aliens <laughs> 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 i think if i was going
2: to reduce it down i might say it a little differently but I mean that's really cool. I mean either that was the, aliens, dude. The, the ego versus you know the ego being the adversary or the adversary actually embodying like a like exactly a and you know
4: what
5: the lyrics the lyrics are on, are on what you're saying like that's what the lyrics are about. Uh, even the covers like the skull kind of splitting is like what happens to a person when they run into a, a, a confrontation or a challenge or a tribulation with a, or a they, table saw you shed skin you know it's the yeah. whole warrior thing, the warrior story.
0: He's absolutely right. a lot of it really does deal with the the issue of like trying to overcome these uh, these struggles that come through like a lot of my lyrics are very anxiety driven but you know within there it's not just like describing <laughs> the anxiety and the problem itself it's more of like the struggle to overcome it as well.
1: See this is a um, like quick quick little story here. This is why uh, like what you're talking about, the whole the whole concept of uh, trying to shed the ego and trying to work your way around the ego in general. that's part of the reason why I, I've been really getting into the idea of stoicism lately because that's one of the central tenets of stoicism is learning how to like shed the ego and learning how to le- learning how to like kind of remove yourself from those sorts of emotions and try to look at things objectively. Which is like, you know, I got, you know, I guess I can, I suppose I can sort of relate to that in a way. Like it, it might, it might not be on quite the same level, but. You know, uh, that. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Um, it's
0: extremely difficult. Like I, I think no matter how open or uh, just, you know, uh, like intelligent of a person you can be like the ego always has a way of being able to creep in and almost kind of like poison Poison your outlook on a lot of different instances. So when you finally are able to like run into an instance to where you can just kind of like step outside of all of that influence and look at it, like you said, from an objective point of view, you look at the root of these problems and you realize it, it's a very sober realization. Like, man, the heart of this problem is something just extraordinarily stupid. Like, why is this bothering me? See, but
2: I, why see but I wonder. See, yeah. before That's we get... the thing. i'm Oh sorry. Before we get to the become the philosophy podcast, I do want to ask one thought is though is like if you were to conceptually move musically through like absolving yourself of ego, you know, what, you know, you could even like deal with the potential um ego lists, like is that in and of itself actually truly a positive or is, is there hidden negatives? You know what I mean? You know what I mean?
5: Well, it, it it's it's like it's not it exists, but it's not an accident that it exists. So it's kind of like saying you need inertia to create something you have to create to destroy you have to have mm-hmm. a disturbance in order to have a a, def- a defining moment mm-hmm. you know so in essence in uh, to push someone into defining who they are it's kind of like inertia in some within someone so it's like an ego is not necessarily something you want to live by but it's not evil that it exists It's just it's bad for you if you if you let it dictate everything you know
1: well it's you're you're classical. you're right i mean that what I think i think what a lot of people don't remember won't don't realize or remember is that the ego is simply part of the human condition it is something that we all have to live with like having to breathe having to eat having to sleep it's something that will always be there no matter what and it will creep its way into your life whether you want it to or not it's just you're right I mean it's it's how you deal with it and how you manage to control it that's really important
5: right. dagra the right. definition of dagra boom yeah.
4: sucka. <laughs> oh, <what> <laughs> Did I do it, got it.
2: and uh, swag on tonight's episode of Getting Deep Point with Degra. Up.
4: <laughs>
2: thank you thank
1: you for listening to fresh air on nbi talking
2: about <laughs>
4: oh,
2: hey by the way we are
5: drinking beer so i don't know if that balances the the intellectual oh, so left. are we yeah i'm, I'm
1: smoking Yay. see i i have you know what i i feel stupid because i have a bottle of sammy schloss in my fridge and i did not crack it before this interview
0: i don't know what the fuck. Uh, go,
1: go help yourself we'll,
0: we'll wait i'll wait he
1: got well, you it know because what? it was named after him <laughs> actually 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 What's I got actually I got it because it, actually I
5: got it because it's 14%. Oof. Yes. Oh. We're, we're drinking an 8% right now so Ain't no slouch, sir.
3: Hey Yeah, we still no. gotta drive after recording, so we're yeah. just we're staying a little lighter than that.
1: See, see, I actually I actually really shouldn't do that because I have to go to dinner with my family after this. Oh uh-huh. so.
3: yeah. That's why you should do
0: you're,
1: it. Yeah. You're shaving off a little bit of the ego. You're suppressing uh, a bit
0: of the
3: ego.
4: You're,
1: you're, you're getting uh, into a dagger state of mind. Yeah, I feel I feel I feel in this moment. In this moment, I am you for it.
3: Sammy shows up slurring and stumbling, and he's like, it's the dagger." <laughs> <laughs> None of you would understand. You, you never you understand. would get it.
2: <laughs> grandma's just sitting like, there. That's, that's where you, you hit him with a Patreon subscribe. You <laughs> can <could. laughs>
0: it. I comment subscribe. I comment subscribe.
1: Patreon.com slash from the pit right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: for some reason, uh,
1: Sam, oh, I Jesus. imagine you walking in and your grandmother being there like, You've always been a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> see see, here's here's the funny part. They don't even need to say it because they already know it's true. Oh. They, uh, told me, they, they told me I could be that... I could be a doctor or a lawyer or I could keep doing a metal podcast and Well we all well that being said, Patreon.com slash from the pit.
3: Live your best life. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this is like a weird turn. <laughs>
5: Oh, hey, no, but uh, on that note, real quick, man. Um, uh, the 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 honest truth on that is, uh, there is no scene without people like you guys. You know, um, there's no, there is no scene, there is no scene without a venue. There is no scene without a promoter. I mean, you can have bands, but that's not a scene. You know, they in mean- order to have a scene, you have to have the voice resonating and perpetuating the message that the bands are creating. And without people like from the pit. We we have shit. You know i what I'm so- I
3: mean, we we really appreciate that. Uh, I mean, for for us, uh, a huge part of this, you know, we're um, most of us are right around the Philly scene, which is just absolutely booming. It, it's it's incredible. Uh, you know, with with hardcore and metal in Philly right now, it's just a killer fucking scene. Uh, for us, fucking book us a show, bro. What's up? 2019, let's go. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll see if I can get your name along to it. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not anyone important, but I'm, I'm, I, I know some of the guys who are on some of the we're shit building connections here. as we speak. Yeah, no, we're, man, we're, we're working on it. This. But uh so as yeah.
1: as far as as far as us like being part of the scene, you know what I th- actually I thought about this recently. You know what's really interesting <laughs> is that like if like Phil Mike frank like if if we were doing this back in like the 80s you know what we'd be doing we'd be running a fancy yeah like that's yeah, uh, yeah pretty it,
3: it's like, pretty much that i mean but for uh for us this is really just kind of our way to give back to the scene um you know because we we've all benefited from it hugely and uh yeah, exactly. I mean, we could start a band by, you know, of uh, any of us are really all that good or have that much to offer. Uh, so we kind of, <laughs> we wanted to do something uh, to, you know, no, I mean, Really, to help like, really how he
2: started, I mean, you know, how you were starting off is kind of the conversations we were having at a vape shop, you know, and then, the, you know, the thought occurred, it's like, you know, let's it's, it's, it's put this on youtube and nope. record our faces and that, <laughs> that was a bad idea that, that got weird so. <laughs> we sort wait, wait, of so on
0: that note wait wait how long have you guys known each other i'm i'm interviewing them now <laughs> <laughs> uh
3: i mean um mike and and frank have known each other for a long time uh tom even longer i've known him yeah 12, i i have 15 years i've known mike on and off for quite a while that's a that's a weird story yeah real weird and then uh i just fucking found sam on the internet and told him to come on our show so
1: (laughs) actually um uh the you know you know how it actually happened Uh, um we're we're we were mutually in a facebook group and some dude some dude started a thread asking for metal recommendations and most of them sucked like most of them were dog (laughs) shit (laughs) like as as those threads tend to go and then i see one guy I see one guy post a link to autopsy severed survival out. And I thought, Oh shit, someone on here who actually knows something. And <laughs> so, so I, I just started bullshitting with this guy and his name was Phil. And eventually like we, we hit it off to the point where he just added me and we would just like randomly bullshit on Facebook about this stuff. And he eventually broke it to me. He's like, dude, why don't you guest on my podcast? And then like after one episode, he was like, Hey, once we get some sound card upgrades, will you just co-host our show? And I said, Well, fuck it. It's that, or just like drink all the time. <laughs> and I and I and I think I can find a way to do both. And guess what? Now I do both.
5: Yeah, there you go. made drinking lucrative. Smart man. Come full circle. <laughs> I know.
1: I know. And there are five people on my Patreon who pay to hear me rant about old school death metals, so it's
3: great. <laughs> It is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's Ooh. awesome. Um, well, Ooh. shit. Ooh. Yep. Um, getting back to uh, Setsuna, um, couldn't help but notice at the at the you know the last track on the album appears to be the longest thing you guys have ever written. Yeah. Uh, and I mean three and a half minutes in the world of grindcore is basically an epic. Uh, yeah. Was <laughs> it? And- <laughs> was it oh, it's an italian power metal song <laughs> <laughs> you know it was it uh was there any did that just kind of occur naturally were you trying to to shoot like was it harder to write a longer track when you're used to such a, a short form uh style of music we're gonna have two answers james
0: <clears throat> so musically uh that last track was the one and only track that was left over from the nil sessions And it was complete in its own right, but as we continued jamming it, because, I mean, we would, we played songs off sets in, like, two years before the album was ready to go. So it was a state of, like, consistently taking the song and playing it over and over again and having a lot of opportunities to really understand, like, well, we can expand on this part. I don't like this part. Let's move it into something else. And then gradually it just kind of, like, lengthened. So when we went back and we took a look at the concept of the song itself, you know, empty as your words. It left a lot of breath for like expansion for something that needed to be drawn out and really, really drive home the point of like the, the just the fucking agony behind the, the lyrical concept of that song. So we just JD, well, I'm sure he'll uh, expand on it right now, but like that ending part, we just kind of like kept going and going and going and just, we liked the way that it turned out. So we figured like, fuck it, let's just keep it.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, it's like it was it was half on purpose you know there are certain concepts behind the band that hold stronger than our current than our like our daily agenda you know the, the long run the long view of the band was was again the name of the band dagra the adversary the challenge the overcoming of and so there's it, Setsuna in, in Japanese it, it roughly translates to like a moment in time. Like an instance, the transition, a, a transition, a moment, a momentary time, uh, you know, like a, as a, a passing of time, you know, a moment, basically a definition of the word moment, basically stands for. And and in, in in this whole thing, the grand scheme of the concept of the band name and, and and all that, it all ties together. So like at the very end, it's like the if you've ever gone through something heavy, <clears throat> it's kind of like a, a an audio uh representation of the different stages someone goes through as 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 these things dissolve through our personality and go away like breaking up with someone or a or death in the family or, or or a loss it's always chaotic and then it and then it drags out for a long time but instead of being so brutal it kind of it kind of dooms itself it slows down the pace, but the intensity is still strong until eventually it fades away. And that's kind of like the concept we're trying to say, this is the moment. This whole album is just a moment. It is a Setsuna, right? And and, and again, another trial and tribulation will come again, hence the next release, you know, it's always going to be like everybody always, like, like they say in Spanish, you know, in Mexico, they say like, in Mexico, they say, los golpes de la vida, right? They're like, the punches of life huh. and you always finish around in life. Something fucked up happens. You f- it's like a, it's like a fight. You finish the fight, you recuperate and then another one's going to come later. So it's kind of like the end of the fight. And that's it's not just like you snap your fingers and walk away from a battle. It's this long, drawn out recollection, introspective situations that keep resonating. And the song has a way of just doing that for you audibly. That's that's kind of the whole thing is that's
2: how the last song. Yeah, no, I mean like <clears throat> if I had to guess if I had, you know, answered a little bit, you know, previously to, you know, I got that same impression. That's why I personally thought even if that was leftover material from a different session, um it leaves an impression like you were saying a brooding finality to this segment or this moment. There you go. You Perfect.
0: Perfectly to put it yeah you're you're going through a tragedy and you just you wake up consecutive mornings and every single morning your first thought is like fuck is it over yet is, is it over yet
2: right right so, and there is that period of brooding before something truly does like dissipate you know what i'm saying like there exactly. is the trauma and the tragedy and that is the the whole of the music but then to leave on a note like that it's i like it i like that touch on um when artists choose to do something like that not have just an intro track but sort of like you said, an introspect like uh, an atmospheric, a uh, summarizing outro.
1: So, and, and,
5: you... on, and on that note too, speaking of artistry, the the cover art by uh, Alex Ekman mm-hmm. Lawn, <clears throat> Alex Ekman Dash Lawn, like your front lawn. Yeah. Alex Ekman Lawn is a fucking master, dude. And this guy made a series of artworks that we found a couple years back before we even you know got that far into the album production and it was like it hit with the concept of the album before the album was done so like when you look at the cover art and and it it dictated the whole direction of the of the album layout the art the art part Mm -hmm. shit fading stuff kind of deteriorating and like this spirit in flux you know and that's kind of what it is. There's like a snake symbol of, of wisdom. Uh there's fire for passion. The,
1: um, all kinds as far as as far as the snake goes, are you are you referring to the Ouroboros? Um like the I'm snake the snake sure. the snake, the snake, that, the, the, snake that, the snake that the snake that's eating its own tail, the yeah, Ouroboros?
5: Yeah. Um not necessarily, not specific. <laughs> I mean like a passing. It's remember it's Setsuna. It's not forever it's a moment so a snake will shed its skin and that was the moment there's going to be a new skin later so yeah maybe in the grand scheme it is it is like the infinite uh loop right
1: the cycle yeah
5: right but but this particular expression was on the moment not the whole picture hence setsuna a moment so it's like the shedding part like the end of a chapter not necessarily the revolving loop so it's like a snake shedding its skin you know all that and, and the melting of the face and the the changing it's fucking alex dude is amazing as a matter of fact if you look on his uh facebook i don't know if it's like how soon if it didn't just recently happen but for all you guys in the philly area he's having a, a an art exhibit um so he's 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 got like this new installation that he's getting put up it's freaking amazing he's using um like 3d made art pieces where He's cutting out pieces of paper and collaging them together and making them look 3D, along with his drawings, dude. It's fucking awesome. Look him up on Facebook, guys. Yeah, I'm um, gonna have
3: to do that. Can
2: we link? Can we link that in the episode? Yeah, you can really... find this thing. Alex Ekman Lawn. Yeah,
5: we're E C K M A N. Yeah, uh, E C K M A N dash Lawn. Yeah,
3: we yeah, got it pulled we, up. We're, we're looking at some of the stuff right now. We're it's... actually looking at it cool. on screen in the studio. uh This shit's fucking wild. Very surreal. dude. He's
0: amazing, he's it's amazing. It's very evocative work. I love it.
3: Uh, and I mean, d- just to bring it back to the cover, like, yeah, that it's, it's um, you know, on top of the 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 really well done symbolism of it, I mean, aesthetically, it's just incredibly striking.
2: Oh, I mean, I, if, I, if I could admit for a moment, uh, unabashedly, I am a consumer whore. So, um, the first, the, <laughs> the first thing that strikes me when I'm scrolling through Bandcamp is most often. The covers, if I see a sweet looking cover, I, I have already built an impression in my head of what I'm going to expect. And when that matches it, yeah. you know, what I'm saying like it, it, Fuck yeah. it, it's it a, makes me it's a little primal. upset when uh, they don't so much match. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who? how many albums have you bought
5: because the cover looked fucking
3: badass? You Aww. take it home and you're like, nah. Oh, dude, <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, uh, thank fuck for Bandcamp because <laughs> I, I recall that specifically being younger. You, you buy some shit and it it looks like it's going to be the most insane fucking death metal album ever. <laughs> and then it's really bad power metal. I'm like, wait a fucking minute. <laughs> see, it's, see it's, funny.
1: It, it's funny you say that because that's the experience I had with sabotage. I bought I bought sabotage's, <laughs> I bought sabotage's oh, hall. I bought Hall of the Mountain King on an impulse one day in a music yeah. store because it was four bucks and the cover was cool. My old roommate and I threw it in his stereo on the way home, yeah. and it was. We were just sitting there like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and we're sitting there. We're both like, like, because we both there. There's plenty of power metal. Whoa. That both Cosmo, invaded. shut up.
0: I'll do you one better on that man. Uh, years, oh, years God. ago, when I really started cutting my teeth on heavy music, like my, br- I think my brother at the time knew that I was really getting into a lot of that, like very metal stuff like that outwardly demonic, you know, uh real like counterculture sort of thing. His heart was in the right place, but he brought me this album one day. And I remember taking a look at it and just seeing the cover. And there was this just demonic horseman in this hellish looking, almost kind of like Skyrim kind of armor riding this gigantic horse and I thought like, oh man, this is the most metal fucking thing ever. This band has to be fucking incredible. That band was Molly Hatchet.
5: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Not
5: quite brutal, but yeah, it's got some rock in
1: it. You know, you know, okay okay um there was a there was another instance
0: when i was in uh my early days in high school like when i really started like i finally got my hands on like death metal shirts and things like that and i'm walking around like with you know cannibal corpse and deicide shirts and whatnot and this one guy in uh my gym class asked me like hey man like what kind of use to that kind of music and i'm like yeah yeah so what kind of bands you like And i'm like oh you know uh morbid angel carcass stuff like that and his eyes light up he's like carcass man i got this tape dude like you want to you want to borrow it and i'm like Fuck. Yeah, dude. This was before like Napster and stuff like that. So this shit was real hard to come by Especially in South Texas. So, uh, you know, I'm waiting and waiting and finally that Friday he shows up and I'm like Dude, do you you have that tape yet? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah yeah." He pulls out and he's like, he gives it to me. I take a look at it and I'm like, dude, this isn't carcass. It's fucking crocus
1: Uh, see, no. see, okay, oh okay. You know what? You know what? Okay, okay. I will say though, uh, back when I lived in California, oh God. I had a group of friends. We're talking like back when I was like in college. Uh, I'm 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 almost thirty. Uh, so I had a group of friends who we'd always just like go to this old cemetery in the downtown area of where I used to live, and we would just, in the middle of the night, just get shit hammered. And just listen to a bunch of fucking beat up old cassette tapes on my buddy's boombox, and one of the tapes that you know got frequent play was a Crocus tape. Uh, so uh, I'm not I'm not like, exactly a fan uh, of Crocus, but you know what? There's I, I have uh, some positive uh, memories associated with Crocus.
3: I'm sorry, but I gotta I gotta roll it because it's the the concept. I I like um I can't get over. So this guy got super excited. About about lending you this tape, like dude was so amped over Crocus. Yeah, dude, he was trying to impress my.
5: He was trying to impress James. Oh yeah, I've i heard of that. Check it out, and it was totally
1: Okay, so quick quick. Here's the question to me: Have you ever known anybody? Have you ever heard once in your life someone say? Dude, Crocus has a new album coming out, and I'm stoked about it.
3: That's what makes like this is so like it's just so fucking look, it's, it's
1: gold. Just,
5: look, we're we're from Brownsville, uh, Brownsville, man. Brownsville, like I said, tip of, tip of Texas. There's a lot of people who are from mexico maybe their english isn't quite all right you know not quite up to so far
3: so you know they got it in the ballpark you know yeah <laughs> it's just absolutely cr- the carcass to crocus thing I- i'll i'll i i will i do not think i'm ever gonna get over that one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so fucking hey you know on the
5: opposite note there's this band a, a band from japan have you heard uh they're called Metroplex Metroplex they're uh, the no. opposite Multiple, multiplex multiplex. Me- multiplex from from Japan they're the opposite they have this fucking album cover that looks like you don't want to touch it with a 20 foot pole i mean this fucking cover looks like some
0: uh jo- what's that jock jock jams (laughs) it's like like when you like when you had an early playstation and you put it on the music playing mode and there'd be those little bars that would go up and down that's the the cover art (laughs) well you listen to this fucking
5: album and your mind gets blown like fucking brutal grind real fucking ahead of its time super fucking uh, science fiction super amazing and like brutal and weird but the cover art is like uh, it's disgusting dude. You should you should listen to met, uh, Multiplex yeah. Multiplex from Japan. Look, we, look it up on uh on the interwebs. Yeah. I'm having a we, hard we, time finding it
1: We need yeah, a- it's,
5: it's kind of obscure dude, but it's fucking good They have a few we
1: things, need... but the easiest
0: one you'll probably be able to find is an album called World, like the world we're living in
5: World.
4: Yeah
3: Look uh, it up. It's good. I feel like yeah. uh, I'm putting in multiplex world and I feel like I'm just gonna get a weird uh, shopping uh, mall in Minneapolis uh,
5: L E X, right? Plex? P L E X. P L E X yeah. multiplex. Yeah. Multi. Yeah, oh oh tri- yeah, here we cover.
3: go. Here we go. I it looks like
5: it. a you see the CD cover? Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty like garbage. Like garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> the <laughs> fucking music is so
3: good. I'm gonna have to check is that it, out later.
1: Is is it is it just like mostly red? Yeah. Yeah, and this was, incidentally
0: enough, I have a seven inch from theirs. that's mostly blue that like, literally the cover, the cover of the album is just like three different gradients of blue. When that, <laughs> see this, 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 this is
2: out, not when that didn't turn out to be like synth wave. I'd be confused.
3: <laughs> see, I this, hope this people is, bought it, expecting it to be. Synth right. Wave. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> see this, this is not, this is not the worst cover I've ever seen. Actually. You know what it reminds me of <clears throat> is it reminds me of the cover of, um, at the gates, the red in the sky is ours.
0: Oh, that's, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I can totally see that. Yeah. It just, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's like a garbage, horrible cover. I just, I think it doesn't really, there's nothing on it that actually grabs Not you and the, there's the, nothing the, on it.
5: Look at, look at the one that's a bunch of fractals, dude. It, it, it's called <laughs> feel, uh, feel free to feel. That's
0: a hell oh, of a I—I I think I saw that. That that's... one
5: is the one I'm talking about. It's gotta. It's like it doesn't look like a fucking amazing album cover, and, it's, and yet it's amazing. Feel free to feel.
3: Tom Tom's the, doing the research right now. <laughs> dude,
5: look at that cover and tell me you're not thinking grindcore, please, dude. That's like you want to fucking drop acid and listen to a fucking acid
0: house or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a fucking grindcore album cover. It's like a real big Sly in the Family Stone influence.
1: Oh no, what you got to do? What you got to do is. You gotta take S and you have to just oh, you have to just yeah. stare you have to just stare at the cover of um Morbid Angel's Formula's Fatal to the Flesh for like an oh, hour. Man, that
5: shit comes alive, bro. It breeds. That shit breeds. <laughs> oh, shit.
1: Or no, dude, try it try it with the Gateways to Annihilation cover.
3: Oh, oh we're looking at the the uh that fractal album cover yeah. now. Like this this fucking album cover is dumb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Post, post you, it. <laughs> Actually, uh, Tom, post that shit to the chat because I can't see it.
3: Oh, hold man. on. Is this the one that you found? No, this- no, that's uh, that looks like it it's so called it. Exit Thirteen. No, it's a split. No, that's
4: oh. A okay. <laughs> I can't find. Feel free to feel.
5: Yeah, I, YouTube, I found right? it.
3: It's literally it's right uh, there. It's you're looking at oh, it oh, boy, under the too. videos. Hit one. images. Yeah. Hit images on the search. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It looks like my fucking. It looks like a weird mix of like Is that a, a, a grandmother's couch.
2: So wait, uh, I, I missed it. You said that's not a stoner rock album.
1: <laughs> it's no. like a. It's like a fucking Windows ninety five screensaver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's fucking. Dude, technical. Post- Post that shit in the group chat, dude. It, I want to see this.
3: It, it Tom's <laughs> working on it. it. It is like a fucking Jock Jams cover. What the fuck you, is like this? It's like
5: some nineties shit, bro. Some cheap ass PlayStation One shit, dude. Like who? No, that's
0: fucking... what I call <laughs> Grand Core Volume Five. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this shit, this shit does look like a fucking Windows ninety five screensaver. <laughs> oh, dude, but the album oh is this is so great. dumb. This but is. The so album is great. Is this is it... the
5: opposite of what we were saying, where like you find a good cover and the music... I would rather find a shitty album cover and amazing music, because that just makes the album more interesting than the opposite, what? where you find yep. an amazing cover and you have no. shitty music. That's worse. I,
1: no, I was... You know what? I know what this looks like. I know what I would expect if I saw this in a music store. I would look at this and I would think, what is this? Like Some sort of like new age hippie shit? like some sort of new age like like med- like new age meditation music is what this That's looks like, like this acid
5: house fucking techno trance shit
0: like a like a fucking pure moods album or something <laughs>
3: it's
1: oh, like man. oh shit is this like a lord is this like a lords of acid side project or something Where, are they still relevant
3: the fucking Enya demo yeah <laughs> <laughs> Enya
1: demo <laughs> <laughs> oh. holy oh, shit damn it well we, thanks we all for know making
3: are aware of this uh
1: we all know that every single person in this call right now has jammed out to Enya. We know you all have. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> 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 nothing,
4: nothing. Yeah, awkward silence.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you guys stew in that shit.
1: Uh, Ooh, uh, what why is... When we God, talk about Enya... Pit. Dude, my... <laughs> to, uh, what
5: happened? Enya in the pit?
1: <laughs> Dude, it's 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 always it's always the bits that I think are funny that suck
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jesus re- the real man. get real we for a second
3: the real. <laughs> oh, well, well there's, no, theres there's no such thing as uh bloopers Tom doesn't do no editing. Oh yeah, you get it all uh, yeah no, the- the- these, these episodes are full and uncut like <laughs> directors cut. Uncircumcised.
4: god damn it <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like some people trim the fat we leave it all mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> full, full flavor up. episodes All right. well uh shit man uh, we don't want to hold you up forever uh, i mean is there anything else or you know can we expect any tours in the near future yes sir we got uh, planned a
5: tour in japan in may 2019 um i'm not sure all the dates i know asaka uh
0: gifu Gifu, uh nagoya
5: and Nagoya, and i forget where else we're gonna be uh, traveling with our uh, our our new buddies in retortion terror um oh so you guys know if any guys listen to grind listening to this podcast uh on the setsuna album i do want to note that we did get some friends to participate with us on the album. Yes. Uh, one of them was Takafumi Matsubara, Takafumi Matsubara from uh Grid Link. He used to be in Mortalized, all out of Japan, obviously. And uh, he played on the title track, Setsuna. And he plays the solo and the and the, the melodic guitar, second guitar channel on that one. Uh, we got mm. Leon Del Morte uh, over on the- No
1: disco. shit!
5: Yeah, he's on the the song uh, "Tarnished." He's singing vocals on that one. Oh,
0: Leo's sick! Leon's known of us for quite a long time. He, he did our, our
5: fucking logo, yeah, dog.
0: He designed our logo. Yeah, this has been a long time coming.
5: Yeah, and so and then we got Joe Tapia from Noisier. He's on he's on the album on the song "Imposter," <clears throat>
0: along with Kenneth.
5: Along with Kenneth Padilla from uh, Impelled Offering. Offering. Yeah, they just got signed to Ossuary Industries out of Texas as well. Uh, congratulations to those those dudes yeah. for getting signed uh so that's that's happening in may we've got a show in houston texas coming up in december december the, the 8th or the, the, 8th 9th, or the 8th? 9th it's the saturday
0: <clears throat> grind05 05. Grind
5: 05 festival so there's going to be some cool bands uh some good grindcore out of uh the texas up in the, the northern texas area and uh, we hope to see anybody uh <laughs> who's listening to this come out there and enjoy the the bands um John Kingston is putting it together for oraoctomy. They've got this brutal fucking death metal band um, and uh, they, he's 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 putting some shit together so we're real thankful to him. And that's kind of what's going on right now. We're already recording. New- yeah.
0: We've got one more too. Uh, next year, February 26th in San Antonio, we're going to be uh, really playing with deterioration.
5: Oh yeah! Along with, uh, fuck yeah! That's gonna be a good fest. With- it's dude, fuck you two fest. Yeah, three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Our friends in the noisy neighbors, brand new. Check them out. Oh, noisy
5: neighbors! You gotta yes. listen to them. They're I uh, guess out of San Antonio. Uh, yeah, the dudes Shane. out of a shame chain, out of a VBT. Um, yeah, it's, you gotta check that shit out, dude. It's super good. Uh, th- this fucking scene is just blowing up. We're so fucking happy to be within it and part of it, and we only wish mm-hmm. that maybe someday. Come out to Philly and uh spread our love over on the fucking east coast.
3: It's a
0: city of brotherly love after That's all, ain't it? Right.
3: Oh yeah. Oh dude, oh, we'd man. be fucking thrilled to see out here. Uh um, oh yeah,
2: just because we don't know anybody right now, I mean if we have an opportunity, I mean we'll we'll let you guys know if we you'll know, you know, know somebody looking for a booking.
3: I'll uh, I'll I'll start yeah. I'll start trying to push it around a little bit. Maybe uh maybe maybe try to pester Chris about it. Yeah because <laughs> that dude doesn't have enough we're, we're, to worry about <laughs> uh, also real quick
5: uh to to, to say uh i put it out there visit uh uh hg h
0: hgbd horror, horror pain horror pain death gore productions uh who put out Setsna.
5: thank you mm-hmm. yes out of philadelphia mike yeah. giuliano
0: just in- incredible dude who works with a lot of bands who just are very much in need of exposure we definitely need more people like that, you know, just in, in general when it comes to music.
5: Uh, order your music from the band camp off of the HG, HPGD. Yeah. Thank you, Horror Pain, Gore Death Productions. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. After uh, HP, the HPGD.
3: <laughs> well, we'll yeah. have to reach out to him because it sounds like he's trying to do, like, it sounds like his, uh, his mission is in line with ours. Right. Dude, he's
5: fucking the main. He's got great fans on his label. He's fucking every now and then he throws out all these specials and shit so people can buy shit discounted and whatever. Please visit his. Please visit our label. They're amazing. Please visit Retortion Terror out of Japan. Yes. those guys are fucking brothers from us. Uh, with us, excuse me. Uh, sorry, I'm a little drunk. Uh, <laughs> 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 party, party, party. Uh, and uh, I just want to fucking thank you guys again. Uh, you guys are fucking gorgeous. We appreciate your effort, and we Aww, just want to perpetuate you. the scene, bring everybody together. You know how it is, man. Y'all ever want to come down to Texas? Come, you know, check out some fests or whatever. Hit us up.
3: I'd fucking love work. to to make my way out there. Um, but yeah, man, nice. keep us keep us in the loop. Any any upcoming releases? Anything at all? Um, yeah, I mean, we'd we'd be happy to have you back. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Thanks, bro. Love to be back. Absolutely next a, time guys? we'll get
5: we'll get Alex and Ryoko on the on the oh, too, man. yeah yeah you guys are gonna love talking to them they're fucking intelligent and
3: super cool awesome awesome, oh, awesome. well uh yeah man I, I guess that about wraps it up for us uh like you guys heard that was Dagra go go check out the album Setsuna at hpgd.bandcamp.com Hell take yeah. it easy guys
1: alright Thank thanks you. for coming
3: Anyways, on have a good one. you too bye bye later, later.